Hi, how are you? You're listening to the Good Enough Human show on Circulate Radio, produced in association with We Are Chester. Your co-hosts for this week's show are me, Angela Ferguson, and Antonia Jones. We'll be sharing some uplifting music and news of some of the array of good stuff to see and do in and around Chester as we ease ourselves out of lockdown. We're blessed to have a whole host of businesses and local entertainment venues in and around the city and we'll be talking about some of the things that we are particularly looking forward to doing in the near future. This has certainly been a big week with shops reopening and restaurants, cafes and pubs able to serve outdoors. The city is really coming back to life and it's brilliant to see. And of course, um, the borders uh, with North Wales have reopened, so we can now head out to enjoy the Welsh countryside and seaside, which we've missed so much. And people living in North Wales can come over the border and back to explore uh, Chester's shops and cafes and the likes of the city walls and the river. So it's good news. Yeah, it's brilliant news for for Chester and for the whole of England. Um, you're a little bit ahead of us in Wales, so at the moment you can't go into beer gardens and cafes and enjoy um, food and drink outside. But I've been looking on social media today. It's been a lovely day here in Wales, and I've noticed over the border in, in Chester as well. It's been really sunny. I think everyone's been enjoying. Um, I think quite a few people have taken the day off, which is lucky. I should have done that. Um, <laughs> enjoying the, the beer gardens. I saw that popcorn... Uh, they'd opened up outside and there's lots of people there enjoying cocktails and it just looked like a really good atmosphere. I think the whole community um, spirits back in the city by the looks of it on social media, all the, all the restaurants and cafes that I follow um, look like they were delighted to be open today after such a long time. And it, it's great. I noticed actually Tesco's, I don't think, I don't know if you've seen the advert. So mm. Tesco's um, have got a billboard advert which they usually take up to obviously advertise their own products. Um, but today it was a really nice, thoughtful ad that they put out and it's great for their marketing. Um, they said shop local. So, you know, ignore the, the big likes of us for the time being and, and concentrate on shopping local. I thought that was really nice. I did notice that. That's a lovely gesture, isn't it? Really lovely gesture. Yeah. Well done, Tesco. Yeah, so their whole, their whole advertising for, for this week is about support your local stores because... Um, you know, they've not had any business for so many months really so um yeah, yeah. so i think in, in wales we're a little bit behind i think the 26th are outdoor uh, facilities open for drinking and, and food outside um so yeah i'm looking forward to it but i will definitely be popping over to chester this weekend yeah of course of course because uh, my my mum and dad and brother are, are in north wales and they've got to wait that bit longer and less like you they come over to to chester and i like you I've, I've been looking at pictures today on social media and being really jealous of people who've booked the day off and <laughs> enjoying a coffee in the sun a beer in the sun outside yeah. pubs yeah and having a it meal for granted really wasn't it yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So exciting times, blue skies yeah. ahead. Yes, yes. Yeah. You're listening to the Good Enough Human Show on Circle A Radio. So one of the things we've been really looking forward to, myself and Angela, is the opening of our theatres. And one in particular, Story House in Chester, is opening up again for library users um, very soon. And I think we'll definitely be first there, Angela, don't you think? 
Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to get back there. It's it's opened its doors again and um, you can go and you can um, take books back. You can take books out if you enjoy using the library. You can grab a coffee or a bite to eat to take away um, in the lead up to the reopening of um the uh, story house more extensively as we go into the summer for example i think the 17th of may live events return there which i'm really excited about i don't know about you antonia but it feels like it's been a long time it has and for all these actors and actresses it's just so hard and just delighted for them to be back doing what they love really it's going to be a bit surreal isn't it when we're sort of able to sit and, you know, for starters, even something as simple as have a coffee indoors yeah. in Story House and and never mind go to the cinema there or to, to listen to music. Um, there are, yeah, there's so many events coming up at Story House and at Grosvenor Park Open Air Theatre over the summer. So oh, live yeah. events return 17th of May. And if you remember, Antonia, um, a bit earlier on in one of our shows for Circulate and our podcast, we chatted to Emily from um, Belle Voci, the opera duo, um, who are both from Chester and were finalists on TV talent show on ITV, The Voice, back in 2018, uh, mentored by Jennifer Hudson. So they have had a tough lockdown like the rest of us. They haven't been able to sing. Um, Emily told us that she'd almost put her opera singing in a box and compartmentalised it and put it away for now and focused on her catering business because she just couldn't sing, couldn't go back on stage again. It was too painful, the thought of of um, trying to sort of um, keep up her practice in the meantime. So she's coming back to it after a, a long break, but she's really excited. Um, Sophie and Emily from Bellavocci, both from Chester, as we say, are returning to Story House in Chester on the 18th of June to give a performance. And I cannot wait for that. I really I hope to be able to get tickets. Yeah, yeah. I missed them at the cathedral at Christmas. I know... Uh, from the last podcast she said it was quite a surreal experience then after so long um, yeah, so I bet definitely. they're so excited for June oh they are they are and um I think um our fellow um radio show and podcast host Sarah Dine has seen Bellevoce a few times lucky her but really yeah lucky. can't wait hope to get to that so if you do want to listen in again to our interview with Emily, it's available via the We Are Chester website or via our usual podcast um, channels of Podbean, Spotify or iTunes. Also coming up at Storyhouse, um, there's some folk music to look forward to, um, which is being curated by writer, musician and broadcaster Mark Radcliffe. And he'll be presenting a series of established and emerging folk acts on the 3rd and the 25th of June. Um, on the 3rd of June, there'll be a performance called The Breath with music from musicians, including Stuart McCallum. And um, for drama buffs, there's a play called Madame Overy being staged 21st to the 23rd of May, starring Rosa Hesmond-Halsh. And the play is apparently based on her experience of being diagnosed with ovarian cancer at the age of 23. So that sounds oh. a very powerful show. Ooh. 
Yeah. Um, and it's it's a bit of a family affair for the Hesmond-Hulsh family, a story house in May, as it turns out, because Rosa Hesmond-Hulsh's aunt, Julie Hesmond-Hulsh, um, also um, known as a star of Coronation Street, is bringing her acclaimed one-woman show, The Greatest Play in the History of the World, to Storyhouse from the 26th to the 30th of May. And apparently it tells the story of two neighbours and the people who live on their street. And it also looks at the nuances of life, the possibilities of science and the meaning of love. Sounds fascinating. Sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's dance coming up if you're into dance. Um, Rombert 2 will be performing at Storyhouse 8th to the 9th of June um, with 11 young ballet dancers gracing the stage. That sounds incredible. And moving on later in the summer, there's a chance to uh, climb every mountain or something like that when Kendall Mountain Festival Tour comes to town on the 2nd of July with stories from around the world told by an array of travellers, athletes, activists and creatives. And of course, it goes without saying that whilst theatres will be opening up and all sorts of entertainment venues, there will, of course, be social distancing measures to keep us safe in the meantime. So a lot to look forward to there. Yeah, a lot of good really stuff is. coming up. It's nice to see uh, it opening back up. Obviously, it's not as not as busy as it would usually be, but um, it's nice to get the odd thing back on. I'll definitely be watching a few of those. Fingers crossed. Yeah, brilliant. So um, to find out more about what's happening at Storyhouse and to book tickets, you can visit storyhouse.com. And we should also mention here briefly as well that we can't talk about good stuff to see and do in Chester without also mentioning our ever popular open air theatre, which is always a popular one. I think last year I I wasn't lucky enough to get to see it, but it sold out. Yeah, I think it sold out really quickly, didn't it, last year? It did, yeah. I think it's going to be even more popular this year with obviously um, people encouraged to go outdoors, so... Definitely. Yeah, I want to be trying to scramble for tickets. Yeah, and get the old picnics, Prosecco oh, yeah. or something sparkling, and get yeah. on the chairs and cosy and get together with loved ones. I'm looking forward to the Jungle Book, I am. Oh, that sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. in May, isn't it? On the 29th, isn't it? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. And it's um, it's an adaptation of the classic Rudyard Kipling tale um, produced by playwright Glyn Maxwell, who's produced um, a few adaptations for Grosvenor Park Open Air Theatre before, I think, including Wind in the Willows. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's going to be an excellent one. And it, it's yeah. always fun, isn't it, to see how they make use of the space, the sort of theatre in the round yeah. and the open air. It's not yeah. that big, is it? No, when everyone's in there. So, and especially with social distancing measures, it's quite it will be a quite small stage. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the Jungle Book. Yeah, and I think it's it always really entertains me and impresses me with the fact that the actors are um, they're like they're real, true triple threats, aren't they? They can act, they can sing, they can play instruments, yeah. <laughs> they can dance. It's like the rock rock and roll panto, it's it's fluid, isn't it? They can do everything. Yeah. Very envious of those type of people. Yeah, really talented. So that is going to be truly special. And then we should add that the other two um, plays that are being put on at Grosvenor Park Open Air Theatre are the Shakespearean farce, The Merry Wives of Windsor, which starts 4th of June, 
followed by um, the Jane Austen penned romantic comedy Pride and Prejudice, which starts on the 9th of July. And it's great that we'll also see the welcome return to the city of another former Corrie star and playwright and Chester Mystery Plays 2018 writer Deborah McAndrew, who has adapted um, Pride and Prejudice for the outdoor stage. So I can't wait to see what yeah. she comes up with. Love it's going to be, that. Yeah. Gonna be good. To see how she's, she's adapted that. Yeah, definitely. It's quite definitely. hard what to do on stage, so... Yeah, I mean, can you imagine that being presented with an absolute classic and sort of tasked with making it your own? I don't envy oh, her. God, yeah. <laughs> really talented, more really talented people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, Grosvenor Park Open Air Theatre goes right through the summer until the 30th of August. So hopefully there's plenty of chance for everyone to um, try and get hold of some tickets and enjoy that. And for more info on that, visit grosvenorpark.co.uk. You're listening to The Good Enough Human Show on Circle 8 Radio in association with We Are Chester. Now, for families in Chester and North Wales and thereabouts, um, there's a lot of excitement amongst the younger generation over cities and open spaces and parks opening up again and lots of fun stuff for families with younger children to do. And um, I know, Antonia, you have a, a younger son and you'll be one of those families who are raring to get out and to do more things. So do you want to tell us a bit more about what in particular you two are looking forward to doing in the summer? Yeah, I mean, there's only so many times you can walk around the parks in, in North Wales. So we're desperate to get over to Chester. Um, one of the things we're looking at in particular to, to go at the weekend is to the, um, the little train in, in the Grosvenor Park. It's something that my oh. son's been to every year since he was little and he's desperate he's like is that open yet and um, <laughs> yeah it's just a lovely little train ride around the park and I love going to the park we take the ball and uh, he loves actually playing on on the park there as well on all the, the equipment it's a really nice park so we're looking forward to that we're looking forward to also getting um to go to um the crocky trail that's another one of our favorite places to go to oh wow um, yeah, it's it's a really fun place to go. And yeah, I mean, we've we've kind of done North Wales to death really over lockdown. <laughs> um, and I think over the past three weeks we've been lucky enough to have the likes of loggerheads and Malvama open up. So we've done all the walks. So now he's just desperate to get and actually physically do things and go on equipment. Um, he asked me today if flip out was open. I was like, no, not at the moment. So it's a bit more time to wait for that. But yeah, there's a website actually, um, well, Facebook page called Clued Up With Kids. And that's where I kind of get my inspiration um, about places and to go to. There's Clued Up With Kids Cheshire and Clued Up With Kids North Wales and Flincher, I think. And um, yeah, it just gives parents the chance to review places or post recommendations on where they've been or what's opening up. So we've done all the National Trust places recently in North Wales. So we'll be venturing over to Tatton Park, I think, in the coming weeks. Um, and Delamere as well. That's another one that we're looking forward to going to. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. I like the idea of going on that little train in the park. I haven't been on it for years <laughs> since <laughs> my kids were so younger. Lovely. I love it. It's, it's really cute, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'll ever grow up. I mean, he's six now and he, he keeps asking to go on it. I don't think he'll ever 
start wanting to go on it. Oh, I hope he doesn't because I love going on it as well, like a big kid. Oh, it's magical, isn't it? And I've got to say, you made a very good point as well about, you know, you, you can spend a fortune as a parent, can't you, taking kids to places, but some of the best places where they'll have the most magical adventures are free or cheap, like mm-hmm. having a picnic in the park, going on the little train, having a wander by the river in Chester and magical. Ice cream, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't have to spend a fortune. I think that's something that struck me through lockdown. I've come to appreciate the simple things in life. Um, yeah. But I mean, I think it's change of surroundings as well because we've obviously mm. been in North Wales, so we've not ventured over the border for, for months now. So it's just that change of scenery. So even if yeah. it's just a walk in the park, I mean, we've been doing walks in the park over in North Wales for ages but it's just that change of scenery like we mentioned in our previous podcast um, you know it's good to see other places so he, I know he's so excited about the weekend going to going to the river having an ice cream and, and going on the train so that sounds like the perfect day out <laughs> the sun shines the fingers space. crossed fingers yeah. crossed and um I've got to say as well, looking from the other way, Chester facing into North Wales, I know so many people, me included, that really miss going up Mulvamai for a walk or meeting friends oh, at yeah. Loggerheads. So so it's been the same for us, longing to come into oh, North yeah, Wales. Yeah. And we've missed out on that and we're excited about Ooh. that. So <laughs> it's a change of yeah. scenery, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Because I was posting pictures of, of going to Loggerheads, and I went to Abba Falls in Slavivakum, uh, which is um, northwest Wales. And um, last wow. week on when we were on half term, and all my friends in England were like, "Wow, where's this?" And yeah. I can't wait to get on Volvamai. I'm really envious. And I'm like, "Well, I'm envious about coming into England." So, <laughs> you know, I love Delamere Forest, so um, mm. and places like that, so in Tam Park. Um, so yeah, I think I'm envious of. Yeah, as well in England, but we can travel now, which is great. I know it's such a novelty, such a thrill. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so silly saying that, that we can travel across the border. You know, like I said before, it's what we took for granted, wasn't it? So. We absolutely did, didn't we? we took, I guess, yeah. we took so much for granted, and it's, it's. I feel like it's really changed us for the better in so many yeah. ways. It's been a tough year, but I think Do we you still we, feel a bit apprehensive about getting back into normal life yeah I don't know about you but yeah I do a bit I think um we've got used to our sort of restrictions haven't we and our limited boundaries Mm -hmm. and the thought of going to a really busy place now can make you feel a bit oof I think it's taking baby steps isn't it and being kind to ourselves Um, yeah and easing ourselves back into it I think we'll get there flexing those social muscles again what about you yeah, I'm the same. I've been used to doing the same old walks and seeing limited people. So I think um, it will be interesting. I think I'm looking forward to seeing people I've not seen for a while. But I, you know, we do have to bear in mind, like the news keeps telling us it's still out there. The virus is still yeah, live and kicking, shall we say. And I know people are getting the vaccine and it's rolling out pretty quickly across the UK. But I think I've spoken to colleagues and, and friends also, and they're they're also concerned about um, not just you know the anxiety of socialising full stop. It's 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 the fear of still being in contact with um, potential virus. So um, 
yeah, yeah I think absolutely like you said it's baby steps and uh, it's being it's being a bit aware that it's still out there and just being being conscious of it and being careful as we all try to do with our masks and sanitizer and I think some people think oh it's all opened up now so well most of it's opened up so it's gone away yeah so. we need to be vigilant don't we still absolutely and yeah I've kind of got so used to wearing masks now and keeping my distance that I think it would take yeah. quite a bit to get out of the habit. <laughs> yeah, my friend was saying that yesterday. She said, you know, she'd be quite happy wearing the mask long term. I thought, I'm not sure if I could do that. I am used to it, but I do feel yeah. sometimes, especially when the summer months come, I remember what it was like last year. Mm. It's, it's not very comfortable, is it, walking around the shops with a mask on? But Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Yeah, I guess certainly been one heck of a year and uh it sounds a bit cheesy but gosh we should all pat ourselves on the back shouldn't we for um I know and we're halfway through, through this it. year already well almost halfway gosh. through can you believe how fast it's gone it is flying by isn't it flying by I mean, in two more weeks we'll be in May and that's just gosh. incredible and the blossom is all over the shop isn't it on the trees oh, and I just love it I love this time of year me too, really like, me I too. I really like spring. I've got a blossom tree in the garden. Oh. And, you know, I look out of my work or home office and at the blossom tree and it's so lovely. I love all the daffodils as well. I went to Erdig actually um, last weekend and you know, the flowers and the daffodils over at the National Trust property, just, just lovely. Just really appreciate oh. nature at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I love I love flowers. Don't get me started on flowers and nature. I I have to um, laugh at myself sometimes. I'm definitely reaching peak middle age because I'm enjoying <laughs> chatting to friends about Monty Don and Gardener's World and planting bulbs and things. So oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a gardener. I, I appreciate a nice flower bed, but. <laughs> I, I play at it. Dirty. <laughs> I, I no, I play at it. I like. I think I like watching more than anything and pottering oh, yeah. about. But <laughs> so I think I find it therapeutic gardening. I, yeah. I don't think. I mean, my dad cuts the grass still for me, and um, no, I don't. I don't think I'd be any good at getting my nails. <laughs> I know what you mean it'd be nice to have a gardener come in wouldn't it and just oh, say yeah can you just uh yeah sort out over there a bit and uh, some nice marigolds to look at and daffodils and yeah yeah that would be the dream <laughs> oh, definitely definitely <laughs> so um Thinking of other fun places for families to visit, anyone to visit really, um, I noticed this week that Chester Zoo have reopened as well. Yeah, it's so good. We've been waiting for this moment for a number of months. The last time we visited, I think it was in September. And um, yeah, it was it was really good because we could still go into some of the in indoor enclosures. And I think they are open some more this time round. Um, but it's just a fantastic day out. Um, it's definitely one for the next couple of weeks. I don't think we'll go straight away. Um, so I think it's going to be really fully booked this weekend. Um, I'm a member. Are you a member as well? No, I used to be. I used to be. So yeah, I may well join. Yeah, I may well join again at some point. But um, yes. yeah, I really want to go back there. It's such a lovely it's a, place. It's a great day out. So yeah, we're so looking forward to that. So that's on the list as well. Great, um, great. Lots to look forward to. Yeah. 
Okay, so we were talking earlier about looking forward to setting foot back inside theatres again. We mentioned about Storyhouse and the Open Air Theatre. Another theatre, which I know we have dearly uh, missed setting foot inside, is the uh, wonderful Theatre Cluid in Mould in Flincher, just over the border from Chester. Um, I think it's fair to say we've been there a fair few times over the years and absolutely loved it. Um, Because I think for you and I, Antonia, as well, one of the highlights of our year is going to the Panto. I absolutely love the Panto. I mean, Theatre Clued has been a major part of my life growing up. It's just down the road from my house and a family member worked there for many years. So I have fond memories of Theatre Clued and the Panto every year. I've not missed the Panto. And uh, yeah, I'm so excited that it's reopened. I actually parked there yesterday because I went on a walk around... um, that area so I parked in, in the council across the way from Peter Clue and I walked up to the building and I just it was quite sad because it's usually oh um, you know it's got the doors open and, and you can see people in there and there's activity and last time I actually went there was um sometime last year I think it was around Halloween I watched the Adams family I took my son um to watch um one of the films there Adams family and it was so sad when I walked in because it that time of year it's buzzing it's usually gearing up for the panto season and um you know everything's decked out and the trees up and everything and it was just really sad so i'm so excited that that it's opening up again and the news that came um i think it was last week that it's now becoming an independent trust i mean it's it's been a major part of flinch county council for what was it 44 years angela yeah, I remember going there. I've got a photo of me on a primary school trip from my school at Ascol Penafarth in Flintshire, oh. going to watch Pippi Longstocking. And oh, it's one of my absolute favourite childhood memories, going on the school bus at a big old double-decker bus, yeah, a Crossville they bus. Still, they still do that now, don't they? My son's yeah. school still goes to the Panto. And do you remember when Auntie Ho- Anthony Hopkins came there? This, that was kind oh. of like a key moment for... There's a clue, and Prince Charles has been there. So you remember all these pictures of people outside with these with, with famous people, but it's just it's been a great theatre for so many actors and actresses. And um I just love the place and I can't I can't wait to see it thrive again. And uh yeah, I know Fincher County Council it's done an amazing job over the years, but for it to now become you know, to move away from um council ownership and, and to become independent it's it's just a huge step for the, for the theatre yeah absolutely and under the sort of creative watchful eye of Liam Evans Ford the executive director and Tamara Harvey the artistic director they've they've taken the baton and run with it and built on the theatre's reputation I know that there's a theatre writer a famous theatre writer called Mark Shenton and he flagged up on social media the other day he posted a blog post about some of his favourite theatres and Theatre Cluid got a really good mention in there it was in his top top theatres Storyhouse got a little mention but Theatre Clued yeah. was right up there so yeah they and really it, do stand out don't they and it's it's been you know over the years I remember growing up that it's always had that threat of closure and um it, you know it's been touch and go at times in terms of funding so now for them to be able to secure the long-term future it's just great news it's great for the community and, and the you know the wider what well, the surrounding area because I mean 
there's people from all over Liverpool, Manchester. You know, it's renowned for it for its panto, the rock and roll panto. So people come from all over to see it, and, and they, some brilliant, brilliant productions on as well, not just the panto. And um, the atmosphere is just electric, isn't it? When you go in there, the children They're love nice. it, the adults love it because there are jokes for adults as well as jokes for the kids, and ah, oh, yeah. it's magical. Truly yeah, it just magical. Makes me smile every time I pass it. It's just like I can't wait to open it again. And yeah, yeah, I just, I just feel like just how when we walk into the story house and how we feel, just, just happy. Yeah, it, it just makes me feel happy being in there. One of our happy places. We need those, yeah. don't we? Definitely. Yeah. So when does it reopen then? Do you know? Um. I don't know in terms of the Welsh regulations on that. We'll have to check on that one and maybe share the details via our social media channels. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't think it's been announced yet, has it? No, I don't think so, because the latest news we've had is literally that they have announced, yeah, becoming an independent trust. So I'm sure they'll, they'll keep us posted and let us know as soon as possible when they've got um, a reopening date and we'll be back there as soon as we possibly can. Yeah. Talking of theatre and the acting world, we can't let this show pass without mentioning a success story for a local acting school and a local actor, um, Daryl Rowlands, 26, who works as a legal assistant at the Connells Group on Bridge Street in the city. Apparently, she has just finished filming her part in a new uh, BBC cop drama called The Responder, alongside none other than Martin Freeman. And this is all through doing acting classes with North West End Acting School, run by um, esteemed actors Francis Tucker and Lucy Thatcher, who between them have got a heck of a lot of TV stage musicals experience. And I know that... Um, I can speak from experience here because I did acting classes for them with a bit and they are brilliant. It's so much fun and you get to meet so many people, including an influential um, theatre agent who worked with Daryl and has taken her on as her agent and helped her to secure this fantastic role, which understandably she's over the moon about and got some time off from her job to do that. And she's obviously really passionate about all things drama and theatre and acting because she also um, writes plays and produces short films. So we look forward to being able to watch that when it airs either later this year or early 2022. And if you are listening to this and think, oh, I quite fancy having a go at acting classes for a confidence boost or whether you want to get into acting, you can go to the northwestendactingschool.co.uk website or call 07976 586060. And the next 10 week course of adult acting classes starts the week commencing 18th of April. OK, Exciting. so. Right. Yeah, a bit of um, good fun. Amateur dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> and Daryl's only twenty six. She's really yeah. talented. All the stuff she does, God. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Good Enough Human Show on Circle Eight Radio. So myself and I've been talking about all the exciting things happening in and around Chester over the summer, and one thing in particular, uh, Diva Fest. So it returns to the Chester Lakes this summer. It wasn't on last year, was it, Angela? So this no. year's lineup. Um, is bigger and better than ever. We've got Sophie Ellis Bexter headlining, uh, Scouting for Girls, Heather Small, and the Symphonic Ibiza. Um, and I think from um, 
from a couple of friends who've been to to this festival before it's really family friendly isn't it so there's music yeah. food it's like a lifestyle festival so um yeah good for all the family and it's happening on friday the 13th the sunday the 15th of august at chester lakes in doddleston and i believe tickets are now on sale um for more information you can visit divafest.co.uk um website or you can visit their social media channels diva fest now we also turn our attention to a bit of a heritage project to look forward to in the city and the return of the hugely popular chester unlocked project where there were about 30 mini museums located across the city back in 2016 doesn't seem that long ago does it It was originally created by um, the Heritage Agency, Big Heritage, in partnership with the Grosvenor Museum and Chester Bid, who look after um, lots of businesses in the centre of Chester. And the aim was to encourage visitors to the city to visit shops, bars and restaurants to view specially curated museum displays, bits and pieces linked to the venue in which they were hosted. And it went on to win loads of awards. Well, there's a new version of it, which is great news. And it's coming as part of the Chester High Street Heritage Action Zone initiative, which is a new one on me, but it sounds fab. It's a historic England initiative aiming to boost economic growth in 68 historic high streets in England, using the history of the city as a catalyst. And I'm intrigued because they're talking about making digital initiative where there'll be historic Harry Potter style portrait frames popping up around Chester's famous historic rows. Intriguing. Yeah, it sounds fun, doesn't it? Like digital screens or? Yeah, there'll be a digital portrait of a person from Chester's past from our local museum collections. We could do like little tour spotting them all. Yeah, sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds intriguing. A bit of history and modern technology combined. I'm liking it. Um, For digital. Absolutely. And then apparently there are going to be a series of games launched around the city too, using tech again. And now they, I'm intrigued by this as well, <laughs> turning the rose into a live Dungeons and Dragons style game. So, wow. yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all go in Chester. Absolutely all go. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And apparently, if there are any retailers who um, have shops or businesses on the rows and they'd like to take part in the project, they should email haz, has, H-A-Z at bigheritage.co.uk to register their interest. And the first elements of the project are due to be rolled out across Chester throughout the summer and expanded once the final COVID-19 restrictions are lifted. Okay. Can I just add here as well, a little bit of a poignant mention, really, um, that I'm very aware that Browns of Chester, an historic department store that's been in the city for years, is due to close its doors for good in the not-too-distant future. And that's so sad. Um, And I'm sure... um, You've visited, we've all visited at some point over the years. I worked there back in the day when I was about 18 for a bit in the lingerie department and ladies casual wear. And I have happy memories of my time there. And Incredibly sad. It's been a major, well, it's been a major store in the city for, for years. Yeah. And I think yeah. we all know someone that's worked there and we've all shopped there and yeah. it's a lovely building. It's such a shame. Yeah. And 
I think what I'll do is I'll share on social media. I'll keep sharing. There's a really lovely lady who works there called Maria Barnard. And I think she goes under the name handle busy2711 on Twitter. But I'll share it on social media. But she's produced a load of videos, which are like behind the scenes tours. And she's amazing. She's even produced some Browns of Chester tote bags and enamel pin badges to mark the occasion because it's... It's heartbreaking. It's so poignant. And we just hope that something can be done. Obviously, I hope that all those working in the store can find new work afterwards. That's really heartbreaking. And also, I hope the store can be preserved in some shape or form for posterity because it's played. It's in, it's Which close to our hearts. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Close to our hearts. So I, I thought I'd mention that and we will share via social media those video links to the videos if you want to um, have a watch or try and call into the store before it closes for good, I think in about five or six weeks time. So we're almost at the end of the show now. Uh, as we mentioned, there's so much to do in the coming months around Chester, in and around Chester. So for more information on what to see and do in and around Chester over the coming months, keep an eye out on our social media accounts and our website. It'll be up to date and we'll be able to see what's happening um, as things start opening up. We'll also be continuing to bring you interviews with various folk from Chester and further afield, both here on our Circle 8 radio show and also on our podcast, The Good Enough Human. So if you've also got an event coming up, feel free to get in touch with us. Um, you can contact us via our social media channels or on our email address, which is wearechester at gmail.com. So if you've got any events coming up over the summer period, get in touch so we can promote those for you. So we are just about out of time now. And that leaves me just enough time to say um, thank you so much for listening in to our show here on Circulate Radio and our podcast. Um, take care. Please do stay safe as we come out of lockdown and we will see you soon.